saying we're broadcasting. I see. Because it. we are. We are broadcasting right now. Hey, this is Brent Leary. Two days in a row, BBC, not the UK guys, the Brent Broadcasting Channel. Brought to you right from uh, Metro Atlanta. But I am really excited to have this conversation because this conversation is, I believe I looked, it's about 11 months in the making. It has so, been. <laughs> but this is a pleasure to welcome Caroline Love to join me today. She is the head of global fan experience for Fanatics. And emphasis on Fanatics, because I think I'm one of them. Well, Caroline, thank you for joining me. It's my pleasure. I'm excited. So I got I to gotta show you a couple of things here. Um, when we first started communicating, I, I think I sent you a, a LinkedIn message and it, and it showed you like a, a picture of like all the, the Rams hats I have. Oops. It looks like this one. This is the one from. Wow. Yeah. This is when we first started talking. So I was already a fanatic about fanatic getting Ram gear. So this was when we just first started talking. August, I think it's August 20th of 2020. So that's what I was back then. Now, you know, we got to fast forward to today and, and we've been, you know, communicating and, and finally get to the day where I get to talk to you. And looks what uh, the hat collection looks like today. Wow, you are a Rams super fan. <laughs> and it looks like you know, you are certainly representing the Fanatics fandom with pride. <laughs> Outstanding. You know what? I was kind of shocked because I just did that today. I was like, oh, let me let me put all my hats where I originally took the picture from last year. And yeah, I don't know. if Is that do I have a problem? Can I blame this on you? Because I buy most of this stuff from you guys. I don't think you can blame it on me. I, I think you can blame it on the fact that, you know, Fanatics strives to be the number one fan brand in the world. And certainly you are part of that fandom. And as we continue to get cool stuff, especially cool Ram stuff, it sounds like you're going to be on there on the site, <laughs> buying it, repping it, tweeting about it. And now you're even, you got a show about it. Yeah. And by the way, I didn't have this hat in that picture because I was wearing it. And I didn't put the shirts, T-shirts, hoodies, all the other stuff I bought. That's that I was just representing the hat. So, Well, you did share that like about half your income goes <laughs> to fanatics because you have that certain kind of style and flair about you that has to represent your team. And Fanatics is the place to get your fan gear. Yeah. You know, I think the Rams are actually like jealous of the relationship I have with Fanatics. Seems like I might be closer to you guys at this point. I <laughs> don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but no, I, I have a, I've had really good experiences. I, I, it's easy for me to, I, I check to see what the new stuff is and I can get it easily. It's usually some kind of a discount. I'm a happy fanatics fan experience kind of guy. Talk to me about, am I the typical kind of fan fanatic kind of buyer or yeah, give me, give me a, like a, a, a general overview of who the, the, the fanatics shopper is and 
am I kind of representing that at this point? <laughs> well, um, you might be categorized as a super fan, but generally speaking, um, at Fanatics, we serve anyone in the fandom that is interested in repping their fan gear from, you know, the person that's had Green Bay Packers tickets passed down by generation to um, the person that is super excited about what's going on with baseball um, to the parents whose kids are going away to college and they want to rep their, you know, children's university gear. I mean, we really, we've got it all. So one of the things that we had a chance to, oh, uh, let me get this out of the way. Okay. Let me just get this out of the way. Here, This is my buddy, Bob Fagel. Me and Bob, and I loosely use the term buddy, um, because he his team that he likes is the team that I detest the most. Um, and so I, I know why he's asking this question. What is the best-selling sports team on Fanatics? Let's let's do this. Let's make it easier for you. What's the best-selling NFL sports you know team on Fanatics? Well, I mean, it depends on the season, right, and what's going on. For example, um, when Tom Brady left the Patriots and went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Gronkowski followed, um, that was a big spike right there, for yeah, example. Right, right to my heart, because I hate the Patriots. But anyway, that's 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 okay. That's, that's, see, he's a big Patriots fan. So it sounds like it was the Patriots, and now it, it's not the Patriots anymore. Is that Could that be right? Well, I would have to say that um, at the end of the day, representing the entire fandom, you know, we've got great programs. So if your favorite players leave the team that uh, they were on, like Tom Brady and the Patriots and move to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, I can comfortably say that between um, our Jersey Assurance program and Jersey Assurance allows you to be able to exchange your jersey for either a different player on the team that you're a fan of or um, the new team that that player has gone to, we pretty much kind of take care of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So that means like the Patriots are still selling a lot of stuff. Okay. I, 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 I'm going to move on from that. Uh, so you talk about fan experience and, and you have like this whole way of talking about, the folks on your team, you, you don't call them employees. You call them, uh, what do you call the folks that are on your team? So um, the folks on my team that are interacting with our fans every day, um, whether it's through voice, chat, or email or social media, um, we call them athletes. And they're athletes because they have to be super agile to understand the world of sports uh, because, of course, it goes beyond what we think of sports in the United States. You know, we're a global company. We call the um, team leaders that are helping them out. They're team leaders. And then our supervisors, we call them coaches. 
Um, and so the nomenclature goes on from there. We have um, a team that's responsible for the workforce operations and, you know, that's our special teams. They have to coordinate a lot of different stuff, right? And that's everything from our uh, workforce management and staffing team to our HR training and recruiting teams. Um, we're all one big, happy family, all of us fans of sports. So it's super exciting to work here. I can truly say it is the funnest job I have ever had. That's really cool. Uh, and I like how you guys you put the context around customer engagers by making it or customer experience by making it fan experience. And you, you talk about it like in a way that we talk about team sports. What is that? What's the biggest distinction that you see between like traditional customer experience and the way it's talked about and the way that you couch it in the, in the, you know, the context of sports. So it's fan experience. Well, I think we pride ourselves in um, making sure that uh, as someone is dealing with a challenging situation or excited about buying a new product, like a new Rams hoodie, um, we treat our customers like, you know, they're our friends and we're as excited about the events that they're charged up about as any of us might be if we are a Chicago Bears fan or a Broncos fan. Um, by treating our customers that we call fans as, you know, excited about what they're purchasing or where they need help. And we treat them with the respect and all of the kindness involved in um, helping them resolve any type of situation. I think that's what really makes the team special. I wanted to pop this other question up too from, from Bob because the Olympics are right around the corner. How, how does the fan experience for the Olympics and what you're looking to do for the, for the couple of weeks that are going to, you know, the Olympics are taking place. How is that an even more specialized experience that you have to provide versus kind of the general fan experience that you do 24 seven? Well, I think that um, the best way to think about it is we take care of our fandom regardless of where they are and regardless of what sports that they're interested in. So um, the Olympics is something that is a special market and um, just like a playoff game or the Super Bowl, um, you know, that's that type of what we call a potential hot market where we will make sure that the fan gear that we offer is ready to go for our fans. And in the event that something doesn't go quite right, considering the transportation and supply chain challenges that some of the um, suppliers are having today, like, uh, you know, the various FedExes, et cetera, of the world, um, we really try and help our fans understand that we have gotten out the product that they're looking for and that, you know, we message to make sure they understand that um, their shipping updates may be delayed. Um, and we also let them know that not only will the tracking number be delayed, but also there could be delays in the whole transportation chain for a host of reasons that are honestly beyond Fanatic's control. Mm, right. Let's talk specifically about how different, how, how more demanding or not demanding is the 
sports fan and the sports fan buying from you guys? Is it are are we more demanding in any way? Are we more? Do we have a higher expectation than uh, like a traditional customer vendor experience through you know the different interactions and transactions that take place? Well, let's let's just think about your particular situation. We'll use you as an example, okay? If you think about how big of a Rams fan you are, you are super passionate about it. And so when you when you take the fandom and the world of sports and you think about all of the various fans that are out there, people are passionate about whoever their favorite teams are. And there's so much behind that passion. It could be family tradition. It could be because you're following someone that you went to college with. It could be that since you were a little boy or a little girl, um, some of the best memories that you've ever had have been family time, you know, watching sports. And so we recognize in the fandom that there is a ton of passion behind that. And we really represent taking care of our fans so that 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 passion and that family tradition and that enjoyment of the game continues, even so much so in 2020, where we didn't have sports on the field. You know, we know that fan gear is still important to our fans. And so, you know, it became your work from home gear. So who has the best Zoom call fan gear, as an example? <laughs> I actually like that. Um, and for the record, I was the little kid. I became a Rams fan when I was like five. So the helmets, that kind of got to me. Um, oh, so, okay. see, you were a perfect example. Yeah, although my parents and my family, they didn't like the Rams. Yeah, it's a long story. It's kind of scarby for a little bit. But anyway, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now, are you a big sports fan yourself? I am. I am a Bears and Broncos fan as it relates to football. Um, I am a Bulls and Nuggets fan when it comes to basketball. Why do you have two teams here? What's uh, What's going on here? Well, uh, I have a big blended family, and for a long time, we lived between Chicago and Denver. Now, we, most of us um, live in three states, so we have a mix. We've got Bears, Broncos, and some Jags in there, and I have to have a shout-out to my husband because he is ultimately a Bears and Saints fan. He came from St. Louis, and... At the end of the day, the Saints were his his team when he was growing up. Okay. All right. Well, that explains it. Okay. I understand that. Um, so when it comes to – we had this big conversation a couple of weeks ago uh, with this little uh, group of folks. We, I, I, I'm a, a co-host of this thing we call the CRM Players Happy Hour where we have a bunch of CRM enthusiasts get together. We talk about all sorts of stuff. One of the things that came up was uh, the, trying to figure out what the correlation is between employee experience and customer experience. And there, it's like a, a, a very heated debate. Some people say there's a, very, a direct correlation, happy employees, chances are you're going to have happier customer experience. Some folks say that the, the, the connection is tenuous because uh, customers can, complete, can, can basically kind of guide their own experiences without needing a whole bunch of support from employees. It's all over the map. 
what's your uh, opinion? Which what do you what did you take on that? Do, is there a serious connection between the employee experience and if the employee experience is good, does that automatically mean that the customer experience or the fan experience is good, or is it not as connected as uh, some people may think? I believe it's totally connected, and um, I can share with you that you know culture matters. Um, and culture is so crucial. If you think of every element of what it takes to be the number one fan brand in the world, um, without a strong culture where employees feel like they're part of the charge, um, without a culture where employees feel that they're engaged, um, whether it is in the customer service area or whether you are a technologist working on our front end, or whether you are in marketing or merchandising, you know, if you are not passionate about what you do and you're not in a culture where you can thrive, that ultimately has an impact on the business and the customers that you bring in. Um, we are in rapid growth right now. And what I love about Fanatics is that, you know, we walk the talk when it comes to culture. Um, we are very focused on inclusion, diversity, um, equality, and advocacy. And it's exciting to be at a company where our CEO is super passionate about this particular area. Um, I think that another part of it is that when you think about employee engagement, we have teams across our operations organization, which we call the fan club. And operations includes, you know, everyone that is supporting our customers from the contact centers to all of the employees that are supporting our customers in our fulfillment centers, all of the employees that are supporting customers from our made to order or manufacturing centers. Um, when, when I think about the energy and the passion that took us through 2020, um, our focuses were, number one, keeping our employees safe, number two, keeping our employees employed, and number three, keeping the business running. And um, across the organization, there was great creativity. Um, people's passions even came out further when it came to matching up the fact that you are a super fan that works for a super awesome company like Fanatics, where, you know, we have ideas from our chairman like the All In Challenge, where you saw celebrities um, participating in the challenge, um, all to raise money to feed people in need during 2020. If you look at our manufacturing centers, particularly Eastern, Easton, um, our center in Easton was making um, PPE gear and masks for our frontline workers. Um, even when you think about the mask business, right? As a member of the fandom, you know, did you get a Rams mask? Because we had them mm. as an example. So there, there are so many things to be excited about and um, so many great things that our company does because of that passion in the world of technology and the fan experience um, that our goal is to just get better and better, especially as it relates to self-service and our ability to take care of those fans who are super tech savvy and don't necessarily want to have to speak to a person. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I really appreciate all of that you said. Um, and I was just thinking as you were talking, you know, we're 2020 and, you know, we're still in it, but it doesn't, it feels like we're, we're about to you know, really fully come out of this. But uh, what was the interactions? What were the interactions like as the pandemic got real and people were sheltering in place? How big a difference were the interactions you were having with, with the fans uh, during the pandemic? And do you see uh, kind of things turning back as we start to get out of the pandemic? Or is there a new normal for the fans and the way that they, you engage them now that we've gone through the pandemic? Maybe there were some dramatic or, or maybe subtle changes in those interactions. And are those changes permanent or do you see something going back to what it was before the pandemic? Um, I think that as we move forward um, out of the pandemic, uh, there there is a sense of um, online shopping being uh, a bigger piece of the retail economy. Um, I, I do believe that, you know, brick and mortar and event-based activities that we do support will continue. Um, but I think that ultimately, as agile as we are, um, Fanatics prides itself in agility. It's actually one of our values. And regardless of whether we go all the way back to pre-2020 or we see something different as our economy shifts, um, our fans are always going to have a love for sports. And our fans are going to be even more excited as sports come back on the field. Um, you know, we know that people are now comfortable going to um, stadium events and things like that because of being vaccinated. And um, I think that the sports um, teams are doing and leagues are doing different things to make people feel safe in those kinds of environments. And we're really excited to be part of that. Um, we're excited to make sure that um, as these events are occurring, we still have our in-venue um, shops where people can get their fan gear at our in-venue locations. Um, we're excited to be able to reopen up our um, brick and mortar stores in New York. Um, I think that uh, overall the key is that we have to be agile to be in all of the places that the fandom wants to shop and get their gear globally. And that's really what we're going after. Were you able to do any kind of um, interesting kind of experimentation around, you know, taking, you know, I, I talked to a number of different companies as during the pandemic, they tried different things. They tried different channels. They tried different kinds of interactions. Uh, some of them tried, you know, some augmented reality kind of stuff. Did, were you able to do any experimentation as the pandemic wore on just to try different ways to see if they were more effective uh, as opposed to some of the things that were the traditional way that might have been impacted by the pandemic? Yeah, I would say our marketing team did an incredible job of changing the way that we were marketing our fan gear so that it really represented um you know, the fact that people were working from home or, you know, a jersey makes a great 
you know, comfortable set of pajamas and all those kinds of things on top of um, making sure that we had fan, fans masks or cloth face coverings that match their favorite teams. So when I think about the way that we shifted our marketing, I think about the way that we shifted our focus into community service. Um, when I think about all that we were able to do with the all in challenge, those are creative ideas that might not have occurred if 2020 hadn't happened. And we learned a lot and it's all based on the agility of the company. Some other things that were taking place that some companies uh, started to maybe change their opinion and their expectation or even kind of question the worthiness of, of some of the stuff is something like the net promoter score. I'm seeing a lot of companies start to say, you know what, we're phasing it out. It, it, you know, it doesn't seem to really tell us what we need to tell what we need to know going forward. Is that something uh, that you guys did? Any rethinking around certain metrics, traditional metrics that you were using and starting to look at other ways to measure the the uh, success of the engagement and the experience the customers and, and fans are having with Fanatics? Um, yes. So you called out Net Promoter Score. And actually, Net Promoter Score is one of our um, top priorities as a company. Um, we didn't phase it out. In fact, we brought it back stronger and we measure net promoter score in as many places as we have the ability to do it because we know that, um, you know, a customer who is receiving the status of their order or their order confirmation, we measure how do they feel there. Um, we measure it, of course, in all of the contact centers, um, but it's really beyond that. We really want to understand um, what makes people keep coming back to us in every place that they that we might interact with them. What about things, um, any kind of new kind of metrics because of the experiments that you were doing and maybe some of the different styles of interaction and engagement? Did you find anything, uh, any new insights that may shape the way going forward for you guys? Um, I think that the other thing that we had um, time to focus on in 2020 was really uh, our technology and the fact that uh, our technology team had done an exceptional job in creating a global platform where globally our fans have the opportunity to shop with us on our global sites the same way that they would in North American e-com. And I think that that has allowed us to continue to focus on expanding our global footprint while doing an awesome job in the United States and Canada. And we also launched uh, Tienda Mexico. So uh, I think that when you look at what our technology team has done, um, throughout 2020 and as we go beyond 2020, I'm excited about the fact that our technologies really support our ability to drive towards that, being that number one place to shop for your fan gear in the world. Well, you guys do a great job with the branded sites too. I mean, I think I, think I bought stuff from fanatics.com, nflshop.com, Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> but, and, and they're all, you know, they're all being managed by you guys. 
uh, how how much goes into you know the actual personalization uh once somebody buys something and then, you know of course i buy a lot of ramp stuff so all of a sudden i know i'm getting a lot more interaction specifically around you know uh, rams things and it could be rams things by bought at fanatics Rams things that are pushing me towards the nfl shop and then there's the actual rams branded shop how does all that work how do you determine you know that interaction that level of personalization uh for let's say a guy like me well i think it's all about the relationships that we have with um our leagues and the teams that are associated with the leagues um, we have exceptional relationships with the leagues and the teams that we partner with. And when you ask about personalization, um, we have a mix, right? So we have a product that is uh, available in our warehouses that um, you can get quickly. And then we also have products that take a little longer because it is made to order and specific to, you know, if you want... Brent Leary on the back of a Rams jersey, you know, that is something that is customized and it takes time for us to make sure that we get everything right so that you get good quality product. I, I, I buy so many hats, uh, Rams hats. It seems like there's so, so many different styles and almost every week there's like a new style. Uh, they, I, it feels like they're talking directly to me. <laughs> I know they can't be. But it feels like that. What what does it take to bring that level of personalization to a sports fan? Because like you said, I think sports fans are kind of the most unique kind of uh, consumers. You know, the team could be trash, uh, like zero and 16. We're not going anywhere. We're still, you know, I'm a diehard for, for my team and I'm still buying stuff. How, how, different, how different is it? to work with that kind of customer type and to to build interactions with that kind of uh, customer type than it is like a traditional I'm I'm more price sensitive or I'm more you know brand well I'm not as brand sensitive so I'll go for whatever is good right now versus a sports person who I get insulted when I go on Facebook and they do these recommendations and I've joined a Rams group and they're you know recommending well you might want to join the Raiders. What in the hell are you talking about? Why would I want to join a Raiders group? Or or would you like to invite your friends? And I'm like, my friends are not Rams. These folks are not Rams people. This is terrible. How are you able to leverage like AI and insights to get it right? Because it feels like you get it right, at least when it comes to me. Well, I have to give that credit to our technology team. We have some brilliant people here who, based on your shopping habits with us, which you are a diehard Rams fan, um, they'll personalize in partnership with our agile marketing team, the right kinds of ads that really speak to you, Brent, because you are consistently a Rams fan. Now, I'd like to see a Rams jersey on you sometime, right? Oh, I got an Eric Dickerson jersey. I got two Eric Dickerson jerseys and a Lawrence McCutcheon. I I, I just wanted to wear a regular shirt. It's kind of hot. And, you know, it's, I don't want to wear. I, I feel you. There it is. I feel I'm you. Sure. I totally get I, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, but, I want to probably, um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Just, just to answer your question, um, you know, between our 
marketing teams, our messaging teams, our technology teams. Um, we know that our fans like to receive their information in whatever channel they want to receive it in, right? As a vertical and omni-channel company, there's so many different ways that you can provide us with the right kind of data that allows us to be able to make sure that we're speaking directly to you. Mm -hmm. Is there a different relationship you have with, say, with, you mentioned you have a great relationship with, like, the NFL, you know, you know, and they have their big management structure and, you know, you talk directly. But you also have a relationship with the team, it seems like, because you have the, the branded, the Rams branded uh, site. Are there pretty significant differences between the relationships you have with the leagues versus the teams? Well, I think that the relationships with the leagues are the foundation for, you know, any of the relationships with the teams. Um we have a group that is our business development team that continues to foster really strong relationships across the board, across the globe. Um, we have, uh, you know, our chairman is really at the forefront of um, building those relationships along with the rest of our senior leaders that are part of any deals that we strike. Um, I know that uh, at the end of the day, those are the kinds of things that we don't get into deeply on these kinds of chats because those relationships are between fanatics and our various partners. Um, but I am proud to be part of a company that has the access to really support whatever team and whatever league we have globally so that there's fan gear for anyone, anywhere. Nice. All right. Well, and one more for the fan in me. Um, what kind of, if, like, what kind of feedback can I give uh, that I could actually see, you know, something show up in the shop? I could say, Oh my God, they got that for me. Like, for example, I, I need to have uh one size fit all, all hats because I, I have a small head. <laughs> so I'll see some really nice hats and I'm like, oh, I can't even buy that because it's, you know, it, it, they're the size ones. And, I, and even the smallest size hat that does not look good on me. So I need the adjustable. How can I get that feedback? Because um, there are a certain number of hats I would buy right now. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm sounding so much like a junkie um, uh, that I would buy right now but I can't buy it because I know it will not fit my head, my head. How do, how do you get that customer feedback into to the store to the point where, oh my God, I, I, that's my idea. I, I'm buying that. Well, um, you just did. I just jotted it down. <laughs> my responsibility is to get that feedback to the right group that might be able to do something about it. But also, if you look at our sites, you know, we have lots of different ways that you can sort for exactly what you're looking for, right? You can sort for things that are on sale. You can sort for the RAM specifically. Um, so if our sort technology is um, pretty special because you can narrow down very quickly what you're looking for if it's there. And then we take ideas if it's not there 
And that becomes, you know, part of our feedback based on data to our merchandising group. All right, that's good to know. I'm, I'm going to start filling in my my feedback. I'm going to start funneling it in. I mean, all to make things better or all to make me spend even more money. Although <laughs> I probably shouldn't be doing that at this point. But as my buddy John Reed put up, let me see. He says there's 12-step programs for compulsive hat collectors. Yeah, I probably need to join that at this point. But anyway, it's only because you guys got some really good gear. Um and do you, if you know anybody specifically at the Rams, you could hook me up with that'd be great too. I got some ideas for them too. Yeah, you know, I'm just, just thought I'd say that anyway. Well, <laughs> you, you do have a live show, so I'm confident, like the 11 months that you reached out to me to get on the show, that you would be able to find the exact right person who you could have that kind of dialogue with. Okay, that's a challenge. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take that challenge. I'm going to take that challenge. Okay. Caroline, this has been so much fun talking to you and learning more about, you know, how you guys do fan experience. I mean, I, I do a lot of kidding around here because I literally, I spend so much money with you because I just love the stuff that you have. Um, but I'm also really intrigued about, you know, the fan experience as a customer is to me a very unique uh, customer experience because we're, you know, we're just interlocked. The, the the team, whether they're good or bad at that moment, we we live and die by our team, and that's a different dynamic than most vendor customer relationships are. So that, I'm always fascinated about you know how you go about this, especially after you know spending half of my income every year with with you, particularly. Well, we are that. grateful that you are a repeat customer um, and. Obviously, you spend a lot of time searching for the exact right hat. So um, we thank you so much for your business. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, well, thank you. And, uh, you know, I would love to, to do this somewhere down the line because I, I, I'm i just wondering maybe after the pandemic is, you know, we, we really officially put that behind us. I would love to just circle back around and find out, you know, how the relationships, how the experiences are. Uh, now that we're past this, and if there are any major shifts in the, in the way that you interact with customers, because it just seems like, you know, the technology is changing rapidly, you know, the, the behaviors are changing rapidly, the expectations are changing rapidly, and I would love to kind of get a, a, a much fuller understanding of the impact of what happened to us over this past 60 months, but I know it takes time to to kind of let that seep in. And I would just love to be able to come back, circle back around and, and talk with you a little bit more about that. Well, there's so many aspects to fanatics that are exciting from our memorabilia business to, um, you know, if you think about it, our traditional uh, online business to our vertical business. I see that. I see that. Um, <laughs> you know, to our global businesses. I think that um, when you look at Fanatics as a, as a whole, we are doing some really exciting things. And I feel very fortunate and blessed to be part of the overall mission to become the number one fan brand in the world. Well, once again, thanks for your time and uh, can't wait to do this again sometime in the future. 
once again, Caroline Trulove, head of global fan experience for Fanatics. And one of the main reasons that I'm broke at this point. <laughs> well, thanks Thank for having you. me, Brent. Thank you. And I'll see you guys on Thursday with the CRM players. I don't even know who our guest is, but I'm sure it'll be a good one. I'll talk to you then. Take care.